What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here for the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than the Gap of Rohan. But in reality, almost any path is better than the Gap of Rohan. Takes you too close to Isengard. Yeah, that it does. And that's that's going to be a problem for our, uh, our heroes today. Mm-hmm. How you doing today, Scott? Fantastic. How was your week last week? It was good. Yeah. Good week. I believe so. <laughs> I can remember it now. <laughs> I had to remind you that WandaVision came out. Yeah, you did. I just <laughs> it went right over my head. Yeah. I saw a trailer for some other movie off Netflix. I'm like, I'm watching that for lunch. And then and I'm like, dude, have you watched it? Did you watch it? I'm like, oh, that's we'll right. About, we'll talk about it in the after show. But um, today we're talking about Lord of the Rings. We're getting through it. So I started, yeah. I, I kept reading this week. I almost finished chapter one. Nice. <laughs> I finished the prologue. Almost yes. got through chapter one on ten pages short. Oh man, I haven't gotten any further. No, so no. you're still they're still leaving the Shire. <laughs> yep, still trying to leave the Shire. <laughs> Dang it, because I was so looking forward to seeing if you'd gotten to a specific part, but you've not yet. Not yet. So I'm gonna have to spoil it a little bit for you. That's fine. That's okay though. Because we're yeah. gonna we're gonna pass this part, and that's a big one in the in the book. Yeah, it's a very big one. So we're gonna start. Uh, we left off at the Council of Elrond. Strangers from distant lands, friends of old. Yes. So we don't know who half the people at this council meeting are. <laughs> no, we do not. We only get the names of one, two, three people. Well, two new people. Yeah. We only see two of the new people's names, and there's at least a council of like a dozen or more. Yep. I forgot to count. That was, that was something I was going to think about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you always count, right? You, know, you count the ring wraiths, you count the. Yeah. Count the people, count the rings. <laughs> there's a lot of numbers in this, and they're always significant, I've learned. Hmm. We've talked about some of the council before, but. Uh, sorry, I'm already tired. <laughs> nice, haven't even started. But he does, I know, right? <laughs> hey, sometimes it happens, guys. Sometimes you just that's what happens when you raise nerds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it does. Holy cow! How are your nerds doing? Good. Crazy. Had our ultrasound. Yes. Yesterday. So you're a new nerd. Yeah, for our new nerd. Are you finding out what it is? Nope. <laughs> Teddy's still got you doing that, huh? Hey, I'm down for it, too. I, to be honest, I actually found out our last one. But I was the only one who found out. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was boring. Really? Yeah, oh. I think it's because I was the only one who knew. So I couldn't really get all excited. But, yeah, not finding out is the gender. Yeah, sorry. Not, we're, finding, out not finding out the gender. They're not doing the, oh, it doesn't have a gender thing. They're just not finding out until they're Yeah, born. yeah. Our baby <laughs> That's definitely a fun has gender. But we'll find out what it is when the baby comes. Yeah. Yeah, so. we're, we're some of those old-fashioned people. Yeah, those weirdos. <laughs> but yeah, so everything's good there, and we're halfway to having another halfway one, which is crazy. Day. That is crazy. So what's the due date? Uh, you would ask just me. just the month june 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 24th cool. june 24th yeah cool so we'll be expecting a baby around that time yep that is right in the oh i guess that's the tail end of everything that's happening this summer i have a very busy summer yeah so my sister's getting married in may oh and my, my brother's gosh. getting married at the beginning of june then you're having and we're a baby. having a baby at the end of June. Then my other brother's having a baby at the end of July. <laughs> it's just... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a busy summer. It is a very busy summer for you. Uh, for me, I'm, I am I don't have any of that stuff going Nice. On. None of my siblings are getting married. <laughs> that you know of. That I know of. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true, I guess. Tiara could find somebody quick. Yeah. <laughs> or Taffy. Could get or married. Taffy? Nah, I don't think so. We talked to her last night. Oh, yeah? She's yeah. She's pretty dead set. All she's right. She's going to go on a mission for the church. It's a good thing. Good for her. Yeah, if she can get ready in time. 
It's all about getting ready. So she's trying. So, this is an insane council in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, I tried to find a, a some sort of a thing that we could take into our own life, and, and there are a couple things I'll ask ask you in a little bit, but mm-hmm. nothing super huge, nothing super major about it. But as soon as Elrond says, that, you know, this is what we have to do, you know, we all share this fate, and we have to defeat Sauron once and for all, or we're all doomed. And even though he's just gonna sit back in. Uh, yeah. And uh, Rivendell and just call it good. <laughs> yeah. I fought this guy 3,000 years ago. I don't need to do it again. I've already done my turn. It's your guys' turn to take care of him now. It's like, I don't think so, Elrond. That's kind of a crappy thing to do. Yeah, it is. So he calls forth Frodo and says, Frodo, bring forth the ring. Frodo sets it down and whispers all throughout the council. And Boromir, bless his heart. We, we know that he isn't like this later. <laughs> It's just the corruption of the ring. But Boromir just totally loses his freaking mind. Completely ensnared <laughs> by like the moment he sees it. Oh my goodness. The moment. The very moment that he sees it. And he stands crazy? up and he starts talking about how we gotta we can use this. And it's so funny because he's like he's sneaking up on it. Yeah. He's very slowly walking up to it. And everybody's watching him and he's like very slow movements. It's like, you really think nobody's going to stop you before you get it? <laughs> the problem is, it, it, the interesting thing, this in both times that it happens with him, which we'll see later, Yeah, is how, how slowly he does move. It's as if he's not even concerned with who's around him. Yep. He becomes distracted and all of his attention is pulled to the ring as it draws him near, it's so alluring to him. It's Oh, it's immediate. He doesn't even have to touch it. Just yeah. it being present around him. And this is where we see the weakness of men. Yep. And I kind of... I, I, I don't know entirely where Tolkien was going with this, but he was. I think he was just trying to show that men aren't as strong as the other races, even hobbits, necessarily. Yeah. Because um, Frodo isn't ever really corrupted by it not nearly to the degree that Boromir is until the no. end yeah and so it's just it's just weird to see it and then as, as soon as he reaches for it like he, he's got his hand out reaching for it and Elrond stands up and says stop you know what are you doing and then Gandalf does his ever famous Speaking quoting the black speech of black Mordor speech. and I, I was watching Elrond this time because you'd mentioned it before about what it does to him and it does it drains him a bit and he kind of collapses. Kind of see it in Legolas too. In a yeah. Yeah, Legolas oh, kind of. See, I was watching Elrond the whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> Legolas, it's kind of, you know. Well, because their light extends into the shadow realm, yeah. as we discussed before, and so that leads me to believe that the Black Speech of Mordor is literally corrupted speech. Yeah. Uh, Frodo says it's a type of Elvish, which has been corrupted. That we know. You yeah. shared that last time. Yep. And so. They feel it. Elvish words are a way to harness the magic of the elves. Mm-hmm. And the Black Speech of Mordor seems to like drive out that magic, drives out that light yeah. that the elves bring, which is pretty interesting. I do not ask your pardon. Yeah, he's sort of like, I'm not Lord sorry. I'm not the sorry. The Black Speech of Mordor may yet be heard across this entire land. The ring is altogether evil. Now, this is the part where you actually talk about something interesting. Gandalf says the ring is altogether evil. And Boromir is trying to uh, talk to us. As soon as he sits down, Boromir starts in again. Yeah. There's a curse. It is a gift. It's like, dude, (laughs) you're right back at it. Yeah. (laughs) This guy doesn't get it. But uh, I wanted to talk to you about the ring being altogether evil and using the enemy's weapon against him. We've seen this before in movies. Like where you have to become the villain, mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to gain their power in order to defeat them. Yeah. But here, Gandalf kind of says the opposite. Yeah. Says no, like you using the weapon of the enemy against him—that's not going to work. It's his weapon. Yeah. It, it belongs to him. There's to only one who can he... bend its will to his. 
and he does not share power. <laughs> Good times. Good times on the patio balcony of Isengard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the penthouse suite <laughs> on top of Isengard. I think that's what he says to Boromir when he talks about it. So in the tower, he says there's only one Lord of the Rings. But here, right, yeah, here, here he, he talks about how it's only one who can bend his you know will. you we it's can't use it as a, as against him because it has a will of its own, mm-hmm. and so attempting to use it will just backfire. Yeah, it'll just it'll, it'll just give him more power. So I tried to think of something if there's anything in today's world that is like that where people. I think I already know where I'm going going to go with this. It's that people a lot of times nowadays will complain, especially in the, in politics, mm-hmm. about one side using a particular tactic over over another side. And you can you can almost set a clock on how long it's going to take for the other side to start using that exact same tactic mm-hmm. against them. And it's it's kind of interesting to think about that that you'll complain about it until you get the opportunity. Um, the exact same thing is happening right now, uh, trying not to get too political, but uh, Trump had a travel ban from certain countries, and it was labeled a Muslim ban or uh, a racist ban against mm-hmm. certain countries. And then Biden gets in, and we see these new, new strains of coronavirus, and he implements the exact same bans... But they're like, oh, no, these are just travel bans. It's like, yeah, but they're against the exact same countries that mm. they did before. So it really isn't just in the spin. Like, they, they'll use the exact same tactics and the exact same tools in the toolbox yeah. to do the exact same thing, but then call it something else. Yeah. Um, and But nowadays, now when we're talking about, you know, are there tools that are just pure evil? Because I, I don't think there are. Like, we talk about the internet. The internet can do so much good. Yeah. Even though it can be used so terribly. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of any that are I know. evil. I do. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter is altogether evil. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. every time I hear somebody talk about Twitter, it's never a good thing. That's true. Are you on Twitter? No. Yeah, me neither. I got on Twitter once to win a Lego set, and... And then you didn't win. Didn't win. I've been on since. <laughs> yeah, so. that's a that's a legitimate reason to get on Twitter. I I will I will say I have actually opened it opened social media accounts to social media platforms I never uh-huh. intend to go again. <laughs> Just because they're like, oh, you can follow us on Instagram or follow us on Flickr or something, and yeah, and you're entered in the content. I'm like, sweet, done. Yeah, I some of them are like mobile games. <laughs> get this if you follow us on Facebook. I'm like, okay, whatever. All right, sure, whatever. <laughs> Yep, that's that's a that's a tactic they use pretty frequently. So no, like in today's world, there's not a lot of things that I would consider evil. But when I was thinking about, yeah. like when you were asking about superpowers and stuff like that, I thought for a while about it and had some fantasy stories in my head. And like, do you have to become the monster to defeat the monster, or are you just now a new monster that has to be defeated? If you do that. That is the question, isn't it? Yeah. So stooping down to somebody else's level in today's world, I guess, would be the only thing. Like using yeah. underhanded tactics against somebody who used underhanded tactics against you. Yeah. Getting revenge. Revenge is a weapon of the enemy. It is. Does that work? Kind of. Yeah. Because there's a difference between justice and vengeance, justice and revenge. Yeah, there is. Sometimes there, it's a little harder to discern. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been listening to a lot of revenge stories from Reddit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, sometimes you get done, you're like, yeah, you got him. But at what cost? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you kind of sold your soul. <laughs> And that's, that's not a price I'm willing to pay personally. That's often what happens, though, right? I mean... Uh, yeah. What is the cost? That's, would, what, uh, yeah. that's what Leia said to Poe. We took out a dreadnought. 
But at what cost? At what cost? Yeah, well, in the end, it was still the right call because they just would have tracked them down and fired on them and destroyed them in one hit. That is true. So I st- I'm on post side of there. <laughs> at what cost? At the cost of winning. Survival. <laughs> kind of question is that? At what cost? The cost of being awesome. <laughs> well, according to Hall, though, you know, lost our, his botched... Botched mission. Botched yeah. mission nah, and yeah, lost yeah. all the bombers. I don't know about that. Yeah, they did lose the bombers, but... Uh, uh, okay, we're, we're not talking Star Wars. Although, it always devolves into Star thinking Wars. about it, yeah. had he pulled off when she told him to, all the bombers would have survived, wouldn't they? Because they hadn't attacked yet. That's correct. Yeah, they. Had so they would have had their bombers when the dreadnought attacked again. But then Snoke's ship would have been there too. That's true. Take that so, thing out. Yeah, try to take out a dreadnought with that thing covering it. I don't think there'd be a good way to do that. Anyway, that's true. Yeah, I still think Poe had the. I I still right think call. his plan was the right call. <laughs> But what isn't the right call is resorting is uh, resorting to dirty tactics just because your enemy did it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we can learn from that. Um, this is when uh, Boromir accuses Aragorn of not not having a clue what was going on, and Legolas educates him. What a ranger of the North know about this? And it's interesting because they actually show Frodo at one point, too. Because it is a revelation for Frodo, too. Yeah. And I hadn't really thought of that before. But, yeah, Frodo had no idea that Aragorn was the rightful king of Gondor. Gondor. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh, you're just not going to share that with us? Really, dude? Yeah. Well, he's not proud of it. No, he's not. And he's worried about it. And we learn about that later, too, when Aragorn... Sorry, Elrond talks to him about it, that he was hidden from the world because he was going to be hunted. Yep. Because they had hunted down all but one of the Sealed heirs. And this was it. He was the last one. Yeah, there are no others. Oh, well, then we get the ultimate meme in this Council of Elrond. It's oftentimes mismemed. Yes? Yeah. The picture is not when he says the famous line. That is correct. You're right. The picture has him with the circle. Is that a gift? And and here right here is when he says the great eye is ever ever watchful. But what the meme always says is one does not simply walk into Mordor. Yeah. And when he says that his hand is against his head. Yeah, he's got his head in his hand. Yeah. Rubbing his forehead. So one does not simply walk into mortar. That's a good and point. And congratulations, about you the win. The great eye is ever watchful. I mean, it's close enough. <laughs> eh. If you're gonna meme, do it right. Uh, okay, he, Scott just called everybody out. I'm a professional <laughs> memer. Them, them spitting words. I don't even know I how to not. meme. <laughs> I'm, I'm not any kind of memer. I just, just a memer. Um, <laughs> No, I can't. Right. I've never that's tried. Not a, that's not a realm that I. I'm pretty proficient in gifts. From. Yeah, but really? memes, oh. no good. Like I can send gifts. I can't make them. Oh, okay. I'm proficient I you were in sending make them. them. <laughs> no, I wish that'd be cool. Uh, my mom just discovered the Bernie Sanders meme about two weeks too late. Oh no! But it was really funny when she. I kept sending her uh, the memes of Bernie Sanders. Uh huh. Uh, some of them are pretty good. Some are pretty good. Uh, yeah, they are. My favorite one was from Twilight. It was Edward when he has Bella on his back, uh-huh. but it's Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and so he's got his mittens crossed in front, <laughs> but then they like edited right. Edward between. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Let's see. <laughs> that was my I, favorite one. Let's see. I love Spider Monkey. Would you see <laughs> I liked, there was one I saw of, they just photoshopped his face and his his mittens on some dude who's just tatted out like he's in a oh, game. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but I think my favorite one was, um, it, it was Avatar. Okay. When Aang is in trouble, cause when the, he's pretending to be the Fire Nation. Right. And, uh... 
Sokka and Katara pretend to be his parents. So it's got yes. Aang sitting there, Sokka, Katara, and then Bernie. And Bernie's And there. he looks at, he's animated, so he looks oh. like them. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's oh. awesome. I think that's, that's good. It. See, for me, the, the cut and paste thing is fine, but uh-huh. it's when people redo the art style or put him into a new art form that I'm really impressed with. It's like that. I saw a Where's Waldo that was a Where's Bernie. Oh, yeah. I saw it, too. But it was just a picture. Yeah, that was sad. Just a picture in, in a window. And I I'm got like, this one. Oh, I expected a drawing of it. Which is uh, <laughs> an old Pokemon game. When you go to fight, <laughs> oh like, gosh. Red at the top of the mountain. <laughs> yes. But instead of and it's Bernie Red, it's Sanders Bernie. in a chair. <laughs> just like and it's done in the 8-bit style. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Like, that is the that's, best. Okay, see, that's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. That's that's the stuff I get impressed with. Yeah. The the cut and paste stuff isn't great because you can get, you know, a few minutes after it was done, after it happened, somebody had already gone through and traced him and cut him out and put him on a green screen so anybody could grab him and put him anywhere they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that that's not fun. There's no skill to that. But, like, creating an 8-bit version of him like that or creating a version of him that was Avatar... In that style, it's like that's just wicked good. That yeah, let me. I don't know. How do we get on memes? <laughs> oh right, one does not simply. <laughs> okay, There's here we the go. Avatar one. That is fantastic. It's a little too crisp for the art style, but it's totally right there. I freaking love it. I freaking oh my gosh. It's like those two are my favorite. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot Katara pretended to be pregnant. Yeah, Sapphire Fire. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be fun. I'm excited to talk Avatar with you at some point oh, in this show. Yeah. But uh, we, we're we we're actually watching Korra. And Are I you? got to say, you know, because of my lowered expectations from you telling me it's not good, uh-huh. I'm actually having fun. Oh, good. But I'm still not expecting much. I kind of see good. where they're kind of going, although it is freaking me out. Is it? Yeah. Where, we, just yeah watched, what? we just watched... The revelation, and then the one right after it. What happens in it? What the revelation? Yeah, is when you find out what Amon does. Ah, uh, his ability. At least what we think is his ability. Uh-huh. It doesn't look the same as we've seen it before, and so I have questions. But uh, it will all will be revealed. Oh, I know. So good. What do you think of the pro bending? Pro bending's cool. Yeah. Pro bending's cool. We've only really seen one match. Yeah. Well, two matches technically, but. I, I want to see more. It's like I would love to like try and figure out how to do that, but for you know us duds that can't non-benders, bend, oh yeah, like heck yeah, could we figure out a way to do like the 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 style of having it in like sections that you can slowly move up or push back? I it's do like, like tug that. of war but bending. I was like, and how can we implement that? You know, in a game, it's like that would be fun, dude. And on a platform dude. that you fall in water, dude. I've got it. It's freaking dodgeball. Yeah. It's freaking dodgeball. Yeah, that's true. That's it. You just redo it. You just redo the uh, the platform thing. Yeah. And then when you get hit, you move back. Or even even if... Ah, oh, dang. No, yeah. If you get hit, you move back. Because we can't hit each other hard enough unless we're using really heavy balls. Oh, yeah. That's true. Medicine balls. Dude, okay. I, I, we got to make a note of this, and we'll circle back to that in the after credits. Oh, right. yeah. Pro bending in real life. <laughs> I-R-L, as the kids say. Okay, so we get through, and Elrond tells everybody that the ring has to be destroyed. The ring must be destroyed, and then it's quiet for a minute. Let us be rid of it, then. Yeah, and then yeah, Gimli freaking goes up, and he's like, well, what are we waiting for? Boom! And that blasts him back and destroys the axe he Destroys had. the axe, hurts Frodo. It's and then I can just I can just see Obi Wan Kenobi picking up the handle of the axe and holding it out to Gimli, saying, "This weapon is your life. <laughs> <laughs> this weapon is your life." Sorry, then what did you say after Gimli does that? I was it hurts Frodo. Yes, you can Frodo see reacts it. to it. He reacts and to that, the eye. and that's the first time we see that Frodo has. And a uh, lasting connection to the ring yep. now. 
it's not corrupting him as quickly as it can others, but the connection is nonetheless very real yep. and embedded. It is deep inside him. I think Gandalf notices it. Yes, he, he notices does. Frodo. Frodo kind of, ah, uh, he kind of starts and then like puts his head in his hand and leans over. And Gandalf looks at him like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. And I think that's when Gandalf starts making the connections like, oh, crud. Yep. We are in trouble here. Uh, but it has to be taken to Mordor and the fires of Mount Doom, and one of you must do this. One of you must do this. And then the fight starts. Yep. I can never remember exactly how the fight starts. I can never well, Boromir exactly talks about how... Is this where Boromir talks about how it's on the backs and the blood of his people that everyone else's land stays safe? Or is no, it that was the second time that he stood up. Yeah, I know it Which straight up fights when um, Gimli is like, I'm not gonna let an elf take the ring. Like, yeah, I'll die before I see the ring in the hands of an elf. Uh, and so then the argument starts. Everybody's up, standing and talking, and Even the ring the is ring. just loving this. The ring is talking. Yep, I imagine it's like uh, Loki's scepter from. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first Avengers mm-hmm. and from Avengers one, they really need a subtitle on that thing. Avengers, the first one, the first one. Yeah. But you can't say the first Avengers because the first Avenger was Captain America. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know it's like Avengers the, first team from up. Avengers. So <laughs> Avengers first team up. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. So in Avengers, how Loki Scepter was manipulating Bruce Banner. Yes. And making him angry. And and pushing him. Uh, the ring is doing that too. Oh, it's yeah. It's causing the argument. It's it's creating it's a tension in the air. Giving short tempers. It's... And I wonder if part of it's Gandalf's fault for for bringing Maybe. the black speech. It's possible. Giving him an opening. That's stupid. <laughs> Anyway, so point is the ring is the ring is relishing it, and Frodo notices it. Frodo sees it, and that's when Frodo realizes that he is connected to it. Yeah, and it's that interesting. Only you one see, he's watching. He watches the ring, and it, they take note to show the people arguing in the ring. Yes, you know, and that's kind of why. Showing that's that, why it's kind. Of, I kind of think that way. Yeah, the ring these is manipulating these it. people are all already. You know, being encircled by the ring, being uh, caught by it. Very nice. And then the fire starts in the ring too. And fire and rings are tight. <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah. The actual fire appears, and that's when Frodo says, "This has to stop because if this continues, the ring will we win. will destroy each other. Like yeah. people will start fighting at this council." At this peace council, this summit, to yeah. tr- try to figure out what to do with the ring, and then he stands up. I will take it. I will take it. And Gandalf just gets this look. He's like, Oh, oh. no. Oh no! Please no. He knows. But he knows it's the only way. Yeah. And I wonder if he also realizes what was happening, right then, was when Frodo offers to take it. That he's like, oh my gosh, I was also manipulated by the ring right there. Yeah. I was arguing just like everyone. I will take it. And Frodo was the only one not participating. Yeah. He was the only one that wasn't up arguing. It was Elrond was, I guess. Was he? Yes, he was. He was trying to calm people Maybe down. Maybe calm people like down. That. Yeah. But he was still participating in it. And the more I think about it, like, just Frodo just sitting there. He didn't even want to participate. He didn't want to be there anymore. He was there to deliver the ring. He was ready there was to go a, home. There was a weight lifted off his shoulders when he set it down and went back and sat down. He, yeah. It was relief. Uh-huh. And then to realize that he could take it. And I wonder if it's because the hobbits internalized the ring's power. Like like it didn't outwardly show. Like they could bury it deep inside them. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's why when it did finally come through, it's all the way through. When you finally see the effects of the ring on Frodo, it's already permeated. It does. It, yeah. A lot for a lot of people, it starts on the outside and works inward. Like Boromir, we see is outwardly corrupted, 
immediately. But yeah. inwardly, he's still himself. Yeah. But Frodo is calm and and stepped back. But then when he finally shows it, it's all the way through. Yeah. So on on Frodo, it works from the inside out, and Boromir is the outside in. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, wow, am I reading too much into this? I'm probably it's reading interesting way too much to see into this. how the ring works and how people care for it because as it progresses, like Frodo pets the ring. Yes. Like, you know, it starts out with him just like looking at it. There are times he just takes it out and he likes to look at it. And it's like, then he likes to kind of run his finger along the ring to, you yeah. know, just kind of, as he, it slowly becomes more and more precious to him. Yeah. It's more of That's a good part of him. I wonder if there's something to be said there for for the failings of men. The failings of men are are short lived. Yeah. They're they're momentary. It 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 has a harder time corrupting us to the core. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I'm reading probably much. because we're too impulsive, and those who impulse on the ring are usually killed. Yep. So they don't have time to become fully corrupted because they're. Because they're too imposing. Yeah, okay. Right. Act on it too fast. The f- yeah, the hobbits, like Frodo, they, they think about things before mm-hmm. they act. They think before they act. They're slow to slow to anger, slow to everything, really. Hmm. Yeah. So we see a race war a little bit develop between the elves and the dwarves, and the men are just like the babies. Nobody cares about them. But yeah, nobody, they nobody trusts each other. So. But then when Frodo offers to take it, like everybody looks at each other like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. we'll help. Oh, no. no. Nobody cares about hobbits. Yeah. Well, pff, hobbit won't betray us. You look at the size Let's of it. Let's just do it. Yeah. That's he is, fine. He's going to have a toothpick for a sword. And Gandalf is the first to answer and say, I I will help you bear this burden as long as, as it is yours to bear. Yep. And then Aragorn says, if by my life or my death I can protect, I can protect you, you have my sword. And then Legolas, and my bow, and my axe. And then Boromir says, if it is the will of the council, then Gondor will see it done. And so then... You carry the faith of us all, little one. Th- this is the craziest part. Is This is where we see how freaking sneaky hobbits are. Oh, yeah. This is a super secret council with the heads of the nations across Middle Earth. And not one... Not two, three. but three hobbits sneak into this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know they had guards. Oh, yeah, they had to have. They had guards all over the place. And and all three of the hobbits. So of the four hobbits, Only one, was invited. one was invited and the rest of them snuck in. It's like, what the Yeah, heck? and by, judging by the looks of it, Sam, Mary, at least Sam... Did not talk with Mary and Pippin about sneaking in. So there were no. two separate occasions yes. at two different points where they both snuck in. Yes. Both groups. In, in two different directions as yeah. well. Uh, Sam steps in and says, Hey, Mr. Mr. Frodo is going somewhere. He's not going anywhere without me. Indeed. It is hard to even have a secret meeting with well, He is summoned and you are not. Oi, we're coming too. <laughs> and then we get. Wonderful Pippin. Pippin. Oh, Pippin. <laughs> Pippin is the little kid of the group. Yes, he is. You need um, people of certain it. intelligence to go on this mission, mission quest, quest thing. Plot <laughs> rules you out, Pip. <laughs> Nine companions. You shall be the Fellowship of the Ring. Great. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you snuck in, but you weren't listening. <laughs> no, he wasn't listening. He's probably fighting with Mary, right? Oh yeah, Mary. <laughs> what? Mary, Mary. I'm hungry. Hungry. <laughs> Which Shut we'll up. talk about We're later. Talking. Yes, we will. <laughs> well, in the next episode, probably. Maybe. E- I don't know. Wait, what? When he says that to Mary. Mary, what? I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you think we're lost? No, I think we are. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness, it's so great. He's thinking. <laughs> yep, that's right. It's Maybe. in the minds, right? What? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so great. I freaking love this uh, this whole show. Yeah, which I was thinking about it. I watched, so I watched a little bit further than we'll talk about today. But I just had to bring it up. It's like this is the epitome of a team up. Like, oh, you yeah. think about it, it's like, like, in my head, I was like, 
anyone who plays... I, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Which is like, you think about it, it's like, this is it, you yeah. know? When the It's when the goblins are attacking. It's like, we've got man, we've got elves, we've got dwarves, we've got hobbits, we've got wizards yep. in this you got group. The whole... And they're all just ready to fight. It's like, this is like the ultimate you got team the whole, whole of people guild. with certain skills, you know? It's like, they complement each other. Yeah, it's just oh, it's awesome. The perfect ensemble of characters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, and that's and that was the beginning of questing. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That was the beginning of D and D, right there. Yep, it's kind of fun. We, I took, I found a uh, quiz. It's like, what D and D class are you? Okay. I was like, whatever. Sure. Yeah. So Same I fun. did it, and I was like, that was kind of fun. And I had my brothers do it, and my sisters do it. So we all, my sister's fiance, I still need him to do it. Mm-hmm. Just to see what each of us are. Like, if we were to go on a quest, you know, who, who would we be? Bring? It was really interesting to see what each person was. I saved, like, the personalities of that character. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. And, like, um, their qualities. It was really cool. Ah, it was that's, like, that's a really fun thing. Huh. So. Uh, so. Now uh, they, everybody's good to go. Mary comes in, and then we get the scene with Elrond and Aragorn. Yes, he's well. We have the break, the intermission. Yeah. Between the discs. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. I just kept going. <laughs> yeah. Like it's I kind of look forward movie. to it now, though. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's part of it for me. It's just part of the show. It's weird. Huh. But. Uh, Aragorn and Elrond are sitting there talking about it, and Elrond says that he can forge the Sword of Kings, but only Aragorn can wield it. Yep. And in the book, that's where things deviate. Because in the book, Elrond reforges the sword and sends it with Aragorn when they leave. Interesting. Aragorn has... uh, It's not Narsil. Andoril. Flame of the West. He carries it with him, leaving Rivendell. Huh. He already has it. He's ready to go. Interesting. Which is interesting, because this is like his proving quest. Like, all right, well, here's the sword. As your first act as the heir to Isildur and the future king, or as the king, you're going to see the end of Sauron. That This huh. is your quest, to like prove yourself to the world. So, in the movie, it's different. Yeah. So does he? He uses. I never wanted it. The sword then. Yeah. It's the whole time. His sword. He's got it right there. That was the part that struck me as the craziest. I'm like, wait, what? He's already got it. (laughs) We're like, man. Peter Jackson's like, he'll get it later. It's fine. Well, it added a dramatic point for when he needed it because he didn't need it through the beginning movie. No. The first two movies, he didn't really need it. But the third movie, that's what it was needed, and so that's when it came back. Yeah. And I thought I thought he did a fine job. Yeah. Of telling the story, telling the same story but in a slightly different way in just a few tweaks. Yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't upset with it. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But that's where we hear that Aragorn will be hunted his whole life. Yep. His mom knew that he would be hunted his whole life. Yep. Because he was the last of his bloodline. Yep. Mm. So we go from a scene about the sort of kings into the sort of hobbits. And we yes. get to the scene with Bilbo and Frodo. And Sting. Sting made by the elves. The blade glows blue when orcs are close. Yep. And then uh, he gives him one other thing besides the sword Mithril. Mithril shirt. Put it on. And so Frodo starts undressing and. Oh! Huh, my, my old, old ring. ring. And he kind of. I would very much like. Hold it again. Yeah, one he's last, rubbing his hands together. And, one last time. And Frodo has seen what it can do to people. And he knows that Bilbo had it for a long time. But I think Frodo's already been a little bit... He's becoming possessive of the ring. Yep. That it is his. Well, I'm sure that's what the ring's telling him, too. Yep. And so he starts buttoning up his shirt after Bilbo asks to hold it. And then Bilbo... Goes all golem on him. It's kind of golemy. <laughs> yeah, sh- teeth go sharp. His yeah, mouth is black. His eyes go black, and then immediately he like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my boy. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything. Yeah. And then Frodo, very, just, you know, goes out okay. and him. Yeah. I wonder, I think Bilbo found out what, what it was, what the ring was. Yeah. And that's why he apologizes, is because he's found out what's happened. Yeah. And that because Bilbo didn't keep the ring, because he didn't have it, because he's succumbed to it, he can't take it. Yep. He can't take this over, and now he's old, because he left. Mm-hmm. Sad times. There's something going off in my head, talking about how you can't just take the ring that I read in the book. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Frodo talks about it with Gandalf. Oh, cred. Interesting. It's when I'm he talks. It's when he talks about how the rings have a will of their own. Most magic rings will try to survive by themselves. It can, you know, you you don't it you don't work. You work for the ring. The ring doesn't work for you. Yeah. I want to say it talked about. Yeah, something. Hmm. Ah. Uh, well, we'll have to read it. I'm, we'll get there I when you get there. there. Yeah, we'll we'll get there when I get there. Yep. <laughs> Um, so then Elrond sends them on their way with the blessings of elves, men, and all free folk. Which is like kind of a slap in the face. There's only two mm-hmm. other groups here. Yeah, you can't include the them. Elves, men, hobbits, wizards, dwarves, I guess three. But no, it shows Gimli's like, and the rest. <laughs> you ever watch Gilgan's Island? No. <laughs> the very first, uh, first season. He's on, uh, it goes through all the characters. There's Gilligan... The skipper to the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, and the rest. There's only two more. <laughs> it's the Professor Marianne. Nice. <laughs> uh, in later seasons, they actually start as the movie star, the Professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Island. They're like, wait a sec, I want. Oh, oh, yeah. No, there this. was only two. Yeah. And it would show their pictures on the screen. And it just, and the, and rest. the rest is like, you've named five people. The hard <laughs> part, when you do that, you almost instantly, people don't care about them. Exactly. Like Suicide exactly. Squad. Saddest oh, yeah. giveaway on Suicide Squad. I heard the new one's going to be rated R. I heard too. Oh, that makes me sad. It's like, going to get bit Angel. Yeah. <laughs> this is Deadshot. Here's 10 minutes about him. This is Harley Quinn. Ten minutes about her. Each character, except for Slipknot. This is Slipknot, and he can go along. He can traverse any building. That's all it says. And right, he said that we're like, well, he's this is dead. Katana. I'd advise not getting killed by her. Her yeah. sword traps the souls of its victims. That's it. Yep. And then Slipknot, you're like, oh, he's dead. Oh, so yeah. then oh, he dies, and, and you're like. Died. Well, I wasn't surprised because you spent no time in his backstory. Yeah, exactly. When you did everybody else, it's like, all right, he's not important enough. He's going to die anyway. That's why there was one show that came out. Um, I can't, oh man, I can't remember what it was. It was a time travel one. And you got to know all these characters, every single one of the characters. They go back in time, one of them gets killed immediately. And you're like, oh my goodness, what the heck? It's very jarring. Huh. Because you're like, wait, I knew who this guy was. Like, he had hopes and dreams. And and he was just killed because he sounded like a Frenchman. Ah, yes. I watched yes, this a couple weeks ago. What is it Teddy. called? Timeline? But Butler. Um, is it Timeline? It might be Timeline. I think it's Timeline. That sounds right. Yeah, and he sounds French because they're yeah, going in and he's the French from, are attacking. He's from France. Yeah, but unfortunately, just, they landed when Eng- England, England was attacking France. Yeah. And so of the castle. And so how do you say <laughs> I am a spy? I am Je suis en espion. What? Say it louder. <laughs> Je, I am a spy. I thought I thought so. so. And they kill him right there. It's oh like, yeah. Oh my freaking head. Yeah. That was very jarring in that movie. And they actually killed a lot of other characters yeah, in that movie. Yeah, they did. That was surprising. Uh, the poor the the disappointing one was the Marines, you know, the the soldiers that all like lost their nerve and they all died at the beginning even before him yeah, and the one guy true. brings the grenade and like ruins oh, everything you, oh my gosh You're like well crap Good job dude yeah way to freaking go uh, that actually, show. that show reminds me, uh, there's an episode of Stargate about that. Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah. About a guy who went to another planet and became the Lord, you know, just like the other guy who uh, stayed behind and became the... 
the security dude. Yeah. It's like I've traveled too many times. I'm, my body's Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool show. That, that was, was a good show. Oh, that sorry. was an interesting <laughs> show. <laughs> Again, I can't remember how I got here. Um, oh my goodness. Um, it's the slap in the face about the extra characters. Yes. And then how people die. If how they're, they're expendable. Movies okay. if you're not careful. All the way back. Uh, and Don't go too far. The blessing of elves, men, and the rest. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we see a very short goodbye between Aragorn and Arwen. Yes. And you can see that there's something there that we don't know yet. And we'll we'll get that later. Before we see um, when she gives him her necklace. Yeah, and then he goes to give it back. Yeah, and she says, but it is mine to give it. whom I will, as is my heart. Right, but there's another goodbye that we flash back to yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't seen it yet. And so he kind of just he looks at her, at her and nods, you know, as respectful. Goodbye, my lady. And she just and then moves on, and he's got a little bit of a smirk. If I'm being completely honest, does and he? She is like on the verge of tears, <laughs> and I'm like, "You punk! You freaking dumped her, free man! You? Free man! You dumped her! He's a free agent <laughs> now. <laughs> you butthead." <laughs> <laughs> and he is. In all honesty, Aragorn is a little bit of a dramatic butthead. <laughs> That's that's just how he is. My favorite part of this segment is what's next, though. The when walking? Frodo's like, Gandalf. Oh. oh, gosh. Which way to Mordor? Right or left? <laughs> left. Yeah, they have this whole procession watching yeah. them leave, and he's like, oh, my gosh. There's, there's, a, there's a split right here? You can't blame me, though, because he did say at the very beginning, I'll take it, but I, but don't, I don't know, know the, the way. way. So. And Gandalf's right next to him, right behind him. Left. Left. <sighs> And he, if you look, when it shows Frodo again, he, like, put his hand on his shoulder as yep. well. Just in case he didn't. He's like, he didn't that left. in the direction left. Okay. How go. funny would it be if they went the other way and the procession is oh, watching them? Just sorry. Like, oh, sorry. Where are I you didn't, going? I'm sorry. I got, I got confused. Sorry. Can we all back up? Can, this kid, guys, this path on. is turn too around, small, too narrow. Turn, back up. It's my bad. <laughs> I, I didn't actually know which way Mortar was, but to be fair, I said that earlier. Yep, can't get mad at me. <laughs> I, I honestly thought there was just only one path once we got outside the gate. I didn't realize that there, were, I didn't there was a think, fork in the road right I there. I didn't think I had to choose so quickly. <laughs> exactly. That is one of the great moments of the movie. It's just very... Oh, wait a minute. There's a practical side to this. Yep. Which way is Mordor? <laughs> Left. Left. It's left. What if Gandalf messed up? Uh, <laughs> That'd be so it's funny. It's left. And Elrond's oh, like, crap, right. where are you going? Gandalf. It's hmm? the other way. Ah, oh, oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we get some really awesome shots of the Fellowship walking. We get yeah. the very fan, fanfare music of the Fellowship. Dun 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 dun. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And coming up over the ridge, and that's where we really get to see a lot of the perspective of how small the hobbits are, and some seamless camera work between them to go yeah. from, you know, Legolas down to Gimli and the hobbits, and up to Aragorn and Boromir, and yeah. Uh, oh, uh, that's right. Gandalf is first. Yes. Gandalf leads. Uh, it's kind of silly when you think about it. it. Took nine people to carry a ring. <laughs> it's more so to protect the it one. Is. It is a fellowship to protect them. It's a the small group versus the large army idea. But hopefully yeah. they'll be able to sneak through a little bit. But we see tons of really awesome shots of yeah, the beautiful scenery in uh, New Zealand. The whole movie shot in New Zealand. Amazing. Yeah. The ironic thing, you know, mm. thinking about you know, when you say they tried to sneak past. Is uh, Saruman knows where what they're doing though. Oh yeah, but he doesn't tell Sauron. No. Does does he know about the ring? He does know about the ring. How does he know about the ring? <laughs> because Gandalf tells him. Oh, that's right. Gandalf tells him everything. Basically, <laughs> he says the hobbits have it in the Shire. 
<laughs> That's right. So he knows they have the ring. No, yeah. Saruman fully believes that he can take the ring from Sauron. Yeah. And that's why Gandalf has to tell him, like, there's only one Lord of the Rings and he does not share power is because Sar- Saruman is told him what he's going to do. I can take Saruman, care of this. I'm going to take the ring. I'm going to be the ruler. I'm going to defeat Sauron with the ring. Yep. Like, so Gandalf... How easy would it be to just send an army to... To take out the Nine uh, Fellowship? Yeah. Which only now does it click. Yes. That there are nine there's in the parallel. Fellowship and there are nine ring rates. Wow. When we stopped seeing... How did it seeing... take 35 years of yeah. life before yeah. we got to this point where yeah. I actually understood that? We stopped seeing oh. the ring wraiths and instantly see a new set of nine. Uh, a new nine. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Huh. How did I not see that before? That, ah, that's I don't so even, obvious. I don't know, but... It's because we've never called them the nine. We call them the, the fellowship nine of the, of the ring. Fellowship. Yeah, the nine and the to nine the, are the, the ring wraith. Yeah, the Nazgul. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Man, that's e- even as I said it, I was like, "Whoa, that is ridiculous." So they're gonna go down to the Gap of Rohan. If the Gap of Rohan is still open, then we'll cut across, and uh, or maybe go a little further south. Yeah, and then cut across to Mordor. But. Then, uh, oh, we also see uh, Boromir training the hobbits. Yep. Can we, we see a little, a little black bit. spot in the sky? And a black Frodo's spot. watching it a little bit. The black spot. And what was really interesting is Frodo says, what is that? And Gimli immediately, like uh, immediately, it nothing. It's just a wisp of cloud. It's like, okay, so Gimli was watching it. He was also there watching it, but he's in denial about what it could be. Yep. And then Boromir, like, freaking stud. Moving fast and against, against the, the wind. wind. And then Legolas, crab eye from Dunland. Spies us hard one, hide! And so they all run and they hide, kind of. Yes. <laughs> they hid from one direction, the direction the camera was facing. Yep. They, that was actually a cool moment, is when they all hide. And they just disappear behind the rocks and everything all yeah. at once. That was a kind of a cool feeling. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Of course, but if then, the bird turns its head. It could... Which it does. The birds turn around right there. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess they saw you. Uh, ben was asking, so who did they actually see? I'm like, all of them. Yeah. They're birds. They look for mice in bushes and stuff. They know. They can see you. <laughs> Freaking egg. So, oh, Gandalf. And then Gandalf says, We must take the path of Cardross. Yep. That's Gap the of Rohan is no longer an option. The Gap of Rohan is being watched. We must take the path of Cardross. And it's it's Caradras. Caradras. He says it very quickly, which Caradras. you would if, if, you, if you, know, you lived there and it was something you had said all the time. time. Yeah. Which, I gotta say, the, the world feels lived in. It feels real. Yeah. Which I quite enjoy. So they must take the pass. And as they're walking up to the... Uh, up, walking up one of the ridge, uh, Frodo biffs it and loses the ring. Yeah, which I'm still not sure how. Like, seeing how he was dressed, I'm like, nah, okay. Sure, was... whatever. That was an abandoned by the ring kind of thing. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Trying to ensnare Boromir. Makes sense. And, Bo- and they look up and they're like, where's the ring? I lost the ring. I lost the ring on the freaking st- On the <laughs> first day, maybe. I don't know. Oh. No, it takes multiple days to get here. The, this journey in the movie does Months. not give it yeah. credit at all. I mean, we're talking like the journey from Rivendell to Mordor in the end it takes over a year. Yeah. So we're, we're fast-forwarding very quickly, but for a movie's sake, you kind of have For a movie's sake, it's been an hour. Yeah, exactly. They've been traveling for a couple minutes. Yep. <laughs> They're almost at the Gap of Rohan. Um, and then it shows... Well, great cinematography, great directing. shows the ring in the snow, and then it gets picked up, and we don't see by who for a moment until everybody goes still. And it's Boromir. It's the first mm-hmm. time he's... Held the weight of the ring. Yes, but he actually doesn't touch the ring. He doesn't touch it. He no never does. Nope. He no never one's. touches the ring. Which I think is the only reason why they succeeded. Yeah. Ooh. 
So he gets the ring and it entrances him. He's like, why? It's amazing that we should suffer so much for so small. So much fear for such a little thing. And Aragorn, Boromir, and snaps him out. Well, the first time he says it, it does nothing. Boromir, because he calls his name twice. Oh, that's right. The first time he says it, and Boromir doesn't even hear him. And then he shouts, Boromir! And he, oh! And, oh. and, Give the to ring point to out, Frodo. it's when he's about to touch the ring. Yes, with his other hand. It, both times, he gets stopped when he's about to touch the ring. Yeah. All the other, the other before, he's close. He's holding it. When it's... it's on the pedestal, he's close, he's looking at it, and then this time, he's holding the chain, looking at it, but as he goes to Ooh. grab it, that's when he is more sternly had his attention called away from it. Yes. And then he does give it back to Frodo because deep in his deep in his soul, he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah, and he doesn't want the ring. No, he didn't even want to go to the council. Nope. But he here he is, and the ring is very powerful in the hearts of men. Yep, I care not. <laughs> I care not. He's he's almost trying to convince himself. Yeah, like knowing who he is after, he's trying to convince himself that he doesn't care. He's like I, I care not. Like reminding himself, like why I don't yeah. care about this. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care if I have it or if he has it. We're, yeah. we're just taking it to Mordor to destroy it. It doesn't matter. And then yep. we see Aragorn had his hand on his sword. Yes, he did. Aragorn was ready to cut him down. Yep. If need be, in order to make sure that the ring didn't ensnare him. Yeah. Or maybe pulling a seal door. <laughs> cut his fingers off. Cut his fingers off. Cut his hand off. Cut his arm off. Something. Yep. It'd have to be a hand because he's wearing the chainmail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they get to the top, and uh, the, we also cut at one point to Saruman getting the report back from the uh, crab eye from Dunland. And he says, So. I love how he talks to himself. To take he's talking to Gandalf, but he's talking to himself. Oh, gosh. And you know, Christopher Lee, we already know how much he loved. Oh, yeah. And for him to play this, and for him to do the monologue stuff, uh, you know he loved every oh, yeah. single second of it. So you tried to take them over Caradras. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. What will you do? For him to say that in a movie, I bet he's just living it up. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the happiest thing a nerd could ever have happen to them. No, Gimli, I would not choose the mines of Moria unless I had no other choice. Seems to me we're taking the long way around. Oh, that's when they were going through the gap. Yeah, that's when they are going to the gap. The birds come. The gap. Be better than the gap. No <laughs> but unfortunately, the, the gap doesn't work, so they have to go to the North Face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when that, that doesn't work, they go to Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. The Gap, North Face, Hot Topic. Those Perfect. are the three options to get where they're trying to go. All in the same mall. <laughs> and they are. They are in the same area. But it does take days to reroute. Yeah. And they get up Caradris, and then that's when Saruman's uh, spell of the storm. What would you do? What would you do if the mountain defeats you? Will you risk more dangerous paths? More dangerous roads. Yes, you fear the mines. The, the greed of the dwarves. Delve too greedily and too deep. You know what we they awoke. Shadow and flame. Oh, which is probably one of the coolest creatures. Oh, yeah. In all of so everything. So cool. <laughs> like, every time you see a really cool creature, you compare it to the Balrog. Yeah. Like always. You're like, oh, it's cool, but I mean, it's no Balrog. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> never mind. Oh, go there. Yeah, yep. Uh, <laughs> you so, think Anakin and Obi Wan could have survived in an arena against, uh, the, against Balrog? the Balrog? No. Probably not. It's a good thing you know they have else? a Reek and a Nexu and a. Yeah. A Reek, a Nexu, and a. Oh, no. This this eight this giant walker I have was kind of designed off of it. It was gonna have the two side horns and the front horn. I what thought that was a reek. Is that a reek? Yeah, it's the tiger thing. We don't. What's that? 
That's a Nexu. Oh, the Ackley. And it's an Ackley. Ackley, yes. The Ackley, the six-legged Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Yes, so the Balrog is a reek, right? Because it's got the... The The horns, yeah. The horns, the side horns. That reminded me of that. Anyway, <laughs> you knew you were going exactly the same place. You and I, same page. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, this is another change because Gandalf lets Frodo decide where they're going to go. At the ring bird. Because Boromir still pushes for the gap for Rohan. The Rohan. Going through uh, Gondor. And I think that might be a little bit of the ring influencing him. Like, yeah, take me to an entire city of men. Yeah. See if you can stop me then. But then Gimli says, let's go through the mine. If we can't go over the mountain, let us go through let's it. Let's go under it. Let us go through the mines of Boya. Let the ring bearer decide. This is different from the book because in the book, it's Gandalf who pushes to go through the mines. Really? Yes. Huh. And so it's almost fitting what happens in the mines because he was mm. the one who was pushing it. Interesting. He, he sacrifices because it was his decision. He stays behind. Interesting. So it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense. But here, I thought it was neat to see. Gimli was like, yeah, let's go through the mines. Let's go through the mines. Hey, we want to go through the mines. Because, you know, dwarves mines. Yes. And off to be hesitant of it. Almost like he senses what could happen. It kind of worked. It worked for me. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. It's inter- It's cool to see how, like powerless Gandalf is against Saruman. Because <laughs> Saruman yeah. has his chant, and Gandalf tries to counter right. it, it seems, but... But, it looks like Saruman's been doing this for a while. Yeah. Like, he was kind of guessing where they were, and had been building up the storm for a while. So Gandalf's standing up and trying to stop it He's in, like, like there you 30 are. seconds. And Saruman's like, I've been chanting like this for days to build this storm up to send it to you. Yeah. You think in 30 seconds you can undo the spell that I've cast? Yeah. No, there's a reason why I was the leader of the Order. Yep. And you are Gandalf the Grey. For now. Gandalf Greystone. <laughs> Greyhelm. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Stormcrow. Gandalf Stormcrow. Stormcrow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't wait for that. That's not even in this movie. A just question, my lord. My lord. <laughs> Oh, I've seen so many good memes of Lord of the Rings lately. It's so good. So, Gandalf tries to push it. He lets Frodo decide. And Frodo says, let's go through the mines. Because Frodo's like, so the the Caradhras is bad. The Gavrohan's bad. I have heard nothing bad about the mines. Let's just go through the mines. Yeah. I mean, I heard, I guess I don't know if you heard Gandalf say that he wouldn't pick the mines. I would not go through the mines unless I had choice this while they're walking uh, you know in the mountains this is the point where like elves are just their own thing oh gosh they're all trudging through the the snow snow. and he's on top you're like there's a foul voice on the wind hey a little bit of help do you see the boromir's carrying two hobbits why don't you grab one of those you jerk what a punk i know uh one science dude on youtube actually figured out how much elves had to weigh for them to be able to walk on snow like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, he went way too far in depth than he should have. Nice. But, uh, yeah, they definitely only do that because of magic. Yeah. Because they're also very strong. Um, yeah, so they start heading towards the mines. Yep, and the last thing we'll, we'll cover today is Gandalf pulling Frodo aside. Help an old man. Help an old man, will you? And he says, look, the ring is going to corrupt people. We're going to face a lot of threats from outside the fellowship and within, right as Boromir walks by. Not cool, man. Not cool. Because that's knowing who Boromir is. It's like, dude, that's just mean. Boromir's cool. What's cool, though, is he does that, but then to me it feels like Gandalf puts it on himself. Yeah. He's like, there are things that I have not yet been tested. Ooh, this is the line. Yes. There are many things in this world, many forces at work. Some are greater than I am, and some against which I have not yet been tested. So there are some that are more powerful than him, but there are some of them out there that he hasn't even seen. Yep. 
It's like I don't, I don't know. Well, he's face. like, I, even I trust himself. might be tempted. Yeah, Frodo, trust yourself. Who do I trust? Trust your strength. Trust yourself. He doesn't even say to trust him. Trust. Yeah. Well, because he he knows that he may not. Yeah, he has no idea what's gonna. Happen I would use the ring for the desire to do good. Yeah, not that he would even carry it, but use it. Like yeah. that's the first thought in his He's head. Like I'll like, use it. Use it. I'll use it. It's all it is. It's not, you know, keep it in my pocket, put it on a chain, wear it around my neck. No, I'll use, use it. it every time. Yeah, Gandalf knows his weaknesses, and he says, "Trust yourself." You know, the fellowship is a good idea but it's really a publicity stunt you, you're really on your own <laughs> yeah pretty much that's what he says which is terrifying yep and then Gimli announces that <gasps> the walls of Moria and I'm like it's a giant cliff <laughs> yeah he just said it's that it's not even smooth yeah I like how Legolas disses him though when he talks about how they're uh, invisible yeah. <laughs> Not even oh, and then are invisible. Gandalf says, "Yeah, when they're shut, if this, if the, uh, their even their masters cannot find them if their secrets are if forgotten. their secrets are forgotten. <laughs> Legless, why does that not why surprise, that surprise me? me? And like, oh. shows Gimli again. He goes, like, oh, he just growls like, I hate this elf. This is fun because they actually do have a very big rivalry in the book. Yeah, and uh, in the movie they kind of keep that rivalry going the entire time." Uh-huh. But in the book, it softens, and they actually become really good friends. And I like that. I like yeah. that part of the story. They do in the movie, too. Not kind of. I mean, they, they become friendly, but Gimli is still very abrasive. You know? <laughs> like, at, at <laughs> an, the end. An elf will go into a mountain where a dwarf... Dwarf will go into a mountain. I never hear the, the end, end of it. it. <laughs> exactly. It's that kind of antagonistic... He's like, Respect. he would rub that in my face for the yeah. rest of time. Like, Which is also another one of the fun... <laughs> <laughs> Don't look down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the third movie. Yeah. And we just passed the halfway point in the Here village. Here we go. So We're moving along. So we'll begin. Uh, I would love to spend the whole next episode on just the mines. That that's is, what I would love to do. That is brilliant. I love it. Because there's so much in the mines and so much oh, yeah. to talk about. And so we'll start uh, with them walking up to the walls, talking about the dwarves losing them and the Asildi, the octopus, the getting lost, the mithril, the goblins, Peregrine Tuke. All these things are coming <laughs> up next time. We're so excited. And yeah. finally ending on the Balrog this and is... the fall of Gandalf into shadow. So excited to talk about that. <laughs> like This will be good. This is going to be a great episode next week. Not that every episode isn't amazing, because they are. Yeah. But that's what we're going to do. This one's one to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. It is. Oh, do you remember how to take us out of yep. here? Yep. All right. Yep. But those of you who are struggling to raise your own nerds, remember what's most precious. Until next time.